listening to Sports Topics with Coach Harvey Hyde right here on AM 1400 KSHP. Brought to you each week by Coors. Follow the coach on Twitter at Coach Harvey Hyde. Now huddle up and buckle up. Here's Coach Harvey Hyde. Well, thank you very much. Good evening, everyone. Yes, it is time to huddle up and buckle up and ride along with us. Part of the way or all of the way. Before we get started, happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. If you're on the highway traveling uh, on a getaway day or whatever, just cruise along with us here, and uh, we'll get you part of the way, as I said, or all of the way. Chuck Hayes joins me tonight on our Sports Topic Show, brought to us by Coors. And we've got an extra segment so tonight, so why not bring on Chuck Hayes, where we talk about the most important time of anything when it's the end of it, and where it really counts the most, and that's the college football season. Before we get started with Chuck Hayes, I want to thank Meadows Bank for the sponsorship of this segment. As Meadows Bank says, is your business ready to play in the big leagues? Meadows Bank can help you tackle the competition. Make your play and visit them today at MeadowsBank.com. That's MeadowsBank.com or call 471-BANK. That's 471-BANK. Meadows Bank consistently exceeding your expectations. Well, Chuck, I hope you're buckled up. I don't know where you're headed, but I know you're a busy guy. Happy Thanksgiving, and thank you for joining us. Coach, right back at you, and I'll tell you what, so great being in the city of Las Vegas and uh, having a feel for the energy that's there, and especially with what the Rebels are doing. But uh, college football is underway, and we're coming to that time where the college football playoff rankings have come out. I know you do a 12-pack where you have your teams, but uh, they have a group of people who decide who the best is. And let's start it. It's number one is Georgia. Number two is Ohio State. Number three is Michigan. Four is Washington. Five, Florida State. Six, Oregon. Seven, Texas. Eight, Alabama. Nine, Missouri. Ten, Louisville. Eleven, Penn State. Twelve is Ole Miss. Oklahoma, 13. LSU, 14. Arizona Wildcats, 15. Oregon State Beavers, 16. The Iowa Hawkeyes are 17. The Fighting Irish and Notre Dame are 18. K-State is 19. Okie State is 20. The Vols of Tennessee are 21. The Wolfpack of NC State is 22. The Green Wave of Tulane, 23. Clemson, 24. And Liberty knocks it off 11-0 at 25. So, Coach, there are some matchups this week in regards to uh, two playing three, which really is a playoff game. Well, they're all playoff games, Chuck, because uh, when you uh, mention that poll, it's more or less always what the record is. I do mine a little bit different. I do my number one person on my poll is a team I at least want to play this coming weekend. And uh, I'll release that on Thursday. I always do it on Thursday because I want to see who's get injured and who doesn't get injured and who's coming back to play or whatever. But I do mine on Thursday at uh, 6 o'clock in the 6 o'clock show. But uh, when I look at the other polls, most of them are who's eleven and zero, who's ten and zero, and then down ten and who's ten and one, who's nine and two, and it normally goes like that. But you know, you take a team that that's out there, you don't want to play, and then they might be, uh, you know, nine and two. But I don't want to play them because they they maybe got a rough start, but they're a pretty good football team. You take Alabama, Alabama is what ten and one. I don't want to play Alabama. And a lot of the polls don't even have it up there high. I'll tell you right now, I've got them three in my poll. 
because I don't want to play Alabama with Nick Saban, with Milrow getting going, and their team playing great defense now. They seem to be uh, getting better every single week, so I don't want them getting better on me. I want to find someone that might be sliding a little bit or winning close games like Texas. They're winning some close games, but they're getting by. And other teams that might be undefeated that are getting by. Washington, I think they're a great football team, but they're getting by as they beat Oregon State 22-20. They find a way to win. win. So you got to give them credit, but uh, I'm not sure that I wouldn't play them before I might play Alabama. Coach, what you're saying is interesting because this has the computer element in it, and from a strength of schedule standpoint, uh, Washington sits there because they have that element based upon having the number one toughest schedule in regards to this ranked group. And I you know, know that you have to play on the field. And also, from your standpoint, would you rank a team lower because of an injury to their key, to their key player, to their quarterback, Florida State, um, dropping down at 11-0, probably because of the fact that their starting quarterback is lost for the year? Well, you have to, Chuck, as far as on my poll, because I would play them before I play a team that has their starting quarterback back because – uh, that's what starts the motor, your quarterback on the offensive side of the football. So I would drop them down. Now, I drop them down, as you mentioned. Uh, you know, they're 10-1, and one, and I respect them and who they are and the way they've got it done this year. But I've dropped them down to number seven because I'm not sure if the quarterback will come back. Now, it doesn't seem like he is with a broken leg, and I can assume that. But I'm giving them the respect of what they've accomplished so far this year. You know, they still scored 58 points last week. I know Northern, Northern Alabama is not the greatest football team in America. They got Florida this week, and they'll try to beat Florida with a backup quarterback. So I give them that respect. When you win 10 football games or 11 football games, they're actually undefeated. I give them that respect. So there's respect, and then there's also the thought of, do I have to play these people? So I put my poll together a completely different way than most people. Coach, just a reminder, Florida State's still undefeated, and it looks like if they're on target, they're going to match up against Louisville in the ACC championship game. And having watched Louisville really uh, handle Miami physically, um, their uh, opportunity and way they dominated Notre Dame says a lot that uh, Jeff Brom's team uh, could be one of those outside teams that might find their way to uh, to the fore if some people stumble. Well, they'd have to do a lot of things uh, right, win a lot of football games, and I think some of the other teams would have to stumble a lot, Chuck. Uh, the Michigans, Ohio State, Alabamas, all those teams that are up there that uh, are getting all of the most of the recognition, Oregon, Washington, and so on. They beat each other, and somebody gets ups- upset up there that not supposed to be, and Louisville could work their way back up there, and I think they're a great football team. They've got a lot of team speed. They can run the football and so on, but they didn't start real high, and uh, and it's difficult to work your way up when all the teams above you continue to win. So uh, I think they're a good football team. I have them in my top 12. I don't want to play a Louisville football team, but if I have to, I'd play them before I play some of the others I mentioned. Coach, we're in that season where things are starting to happen. It started with the domino job of uh, A&M with uh, Jimbo Fisher announcing that he's not coming back. You have to wonder about Michigan and, and Harbaugh, Michigan State, 
that situation there. Uh, from your standpoint, when you start looking around college football, uh, you talk about certain jobs and and you know when the uh, two years ago when Brian Kelly left to go to LSU that was a shock anyone leaving Notre Dame to go to a, a program like LSU do you anticipate any other big name coaches within the framework of the country as we see it now going to a job like Michigan I think there is Chuck because the money that's thrown around Brian Kelly wouldn't have left Notre Dame and gets L- unless LSU was going to give him a nice paycheck. Jimbo Fisher wouldn't have left where he was unless Texas A&M was going to give him a big paycheck, and he certainly got it earlier than what he anticipated it, but they're going to pay him every dollar of what they owed him. So I think that if you make the right proposal to somebody and you put the right money out there, that today it's uh, you're only as good as your last game or some incident happens or so on, and all of a sudden you get on the bad side of the administration or the NCAA or your conference commissioner or whatever. So I think it's more today. It's uh, it's not team as much uh, as it used to be. It used to be loyalty to, uh, on the players' portion, the coaches' portion, and all of that. Now I think it's more about me as far as what can I do for myself. And if someone wants to better my position is what it is, I better take it now because who knows what might happen to me next year if I have a bad year. So there's a lot of that going on now, Chuck. I don't agree with it. I think there should be different NCAA rules as far as early early signing, when you can replace a head football coach, when you can fire a head football coach. Uh, the whole package, uh, you must finish what you started if you're a player. That means you play in the bowl game. If you're a coach, you must finish what you started. You play in the your coach the bowl game. And then it's an open period or maybe a dead week. It's called a dead week where coaches can make coaching changes. Administrators can do different type of uh, coaching changes, whatever. And then come back and continue with the recruiting that goes on. Extend the recruiting period instead of being in December, which is a stupid time to have it with all the bowl games and everything that's going on. Have it in uh, the the last uh, Wednesday in uh, February or the first Wednesday in March. Just extend it a little longer than what it is now. But having one in the middle of December doesn't make sense with all the things that are going on during that period of time. Coach, would you be surprised uh, because the nature of the Internet and how social media works that there is a uh, website called CoachesHotSeat.com and giving them uh, some attention because of how they track this as well as assistants and coordinators during the year, that the number one coach on the hot seat is Lincoln Riley at SC, number two is Tom Allen at Indiana, number three is Sam Pittman at Arkansas, four is Billy Napier at Florida, and number five is Dave Aranda at Baylor. And just to make it complete, Mario Cristobal is eight at Miami, and Matt Rule in his first year is number nine at Nebraska. Do you think that those jobs, once you're in, if you haven't done it in two years, they should be looking for another coach? Because, I mean, Matt Rule and Lincoln Riley really just got there, and Mario Cristobal really the same thing at Miami. What is real and how much time you can give a head coach? Well, Chuck, I think um, it's how that new head football coach comes in and what his plan is as far as rebuilding the program and what the administration uh, feels he should and how he should build it. Should he build it with the portal and go out right now and have got to win immediately? 
or else I'm gone? Or can it be that I got a three or four year period when I can go to recruiting high school kids and have a loyalty in my program and kids want to stay at our program because eventually they're going to play in our program and I'm not going to bring in somebody to beat them out and then all of a sudden they're going to say, oh man, I've been here three years, it's my time to play and now he doesn't think I'm good enough. So I think it's exactly what the philosophy might be of that university. I think, like you mentioned, the University of Southern California, I think the expectations of what Lincoln Riley was going to bring uh, USC wasn't really realistic. I think they brought him in there. They publicized a $100 million contract, the $18 million home, the Learjets, and all the things that go along with the contract. And then people said, wow, man, this guy's pretty good. We ought to win right away. And his first year, he went 11-1. Sometimes that's the worst thing to happen to you. You're better off going seven and five and then eight and four and nine and three. And people say, oh, he's really improving the program. The program is getting better and better and better. But now he comes back the second year and he goes seven and five and people aren't happy because he seems to be losing it the same way that he lost the last couple of games during the first year, which is playing defense and not running the football, and people in certain areas of the country know football, and you can't stand up there and say certain things, and people read in to exactly who you are, what you're doing, and and all of the above. So I think right now when you say Lincoln Riley, now I didn't realize that. As far as the number one guy in the hot seat, that means USC would have to come up with $80 million since he's been there two years or somewhere in that neighborhood. I don't know if they're willing to do that or not, but I'll tell you what, it's pretty hot. I'll put it that way. It's pretty hot in Southern California for USC and the coaching staff. And, Coach, with that said, Chip Kelly uh, survived another week by beating the Trojans. He has Cal this week, and then who knows what the bowl game scenario is. But there was a lot of drum beats before Saturday's game with the Trojans. just want to mention last year that SC lost to Tulane in the Cotton Bowl. They lost to Utah in the Pac-12 championship, and they had lost to Utah in the regular season. So his first year with three losses, this year with five, and we don't know what's going to happen during the bowl game. Well, Chuck, you don't know. You never know until you play it, and you don't know if Caleb Williams is going to play in the bowl game. You don't know any of that. Sometime we could do about a three-hour show and talk about what should happen and what does happen as far as responsibilities and loyalty to programs, both by the players, the administrators, the coaches, the whole package. What college football, I think, was really uh, four, but now it's uh, become a, a professional sport, like a minor league baseball uh, league for the NFL, which if you like that, you feel the kids deserve all that kind of money, that's great. But as far as the college education, the loyalty to the university, and all of the above sometimes gets overlooked when it comes to just all football. But Chuck, uh, we're going to talk with you a little bit later on. You're going to come back at about uh, 6.45 and we're going to talk about Formula One. You were there. We always do a racing segment together. I'd like to hear your comments on Formula One in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. So Chuck, again, thank you very much for joining us. Buckle up and we'll have you back in a moment. Here on a Coors Sports Topic show, again, I'm Harvey Hyde. Uh, we want to thank Meadows Bank for the sponsorship of our opening segment. We, uh, Meadows Bank says, is your business ready to play in the big leagues? Meadows Bank can help you tackle the competition. Make your play and visit them today at MeadowsBank.com or call 471-BANK. That's 471-BANK. Meadows Bank, consistently 
consistently exceeding your expectations. I also want to mention if you're visiting Las Vegas and you need a car or truck, well, go where I go. That's budget car and truck rental. Give them a call. Pick one up now or make an appointment. 702-736-1212. So buckle up, everyone. We're going to take this short time out, and with us shortly will be Mark Wallington, Director of Media Relations for the UNLV Football Run Rebel Football Program, and they are on a run. We'll talk about where they are right now and where they want to go. I'm Harvey Hyde, and we'll be right back from Las Vegas. You work hard for your business. You need a bank that understands your business. Let Metals Bank be your business partner for all your banking needs. We are a full-service community bank with competitive loan and deposit products and services. We're also a preferred lender for SBA, 7A, and 504 loan programs. The experienced team at Meadows Bank will give you the services you need with the reliability you can depend on throughout branches in Las Vegas, Henderson, Reno, Pahrump, and now in Phoenix, Arizona. Call our friendly, knowledgeable staff today at 702 702- 471 bank that is 702-471-2265 or use our convenient online banking service at meadowsbank.bank meadows bank where your business is our business are you looking to advertise a campaign short film a public service announcement an important message look no further than regency outdoor we have been around since 1974 and have the greatest locations in southern california for your advertising goals our creative billboards are sure to catch everyone's attention make an impact anywhere and everywhere in Southern California. To get started and for more information, call 310-657-8883 or visit regencyoutdoor.com. Regency makes it easier than ever to get your message everywhere in Southern California. It's time to start earning big savings at Terribles. With Terribles Plus Rewards, you can earn and redeem points for every gallon of gas you purchase in-store and right at the pump with the Terribles Social House app. Instantly earn points and rewards when you shop at one of our 170-plus locations towards things you love like snacks, drinks, and, wink, wink, more gas. Plus, members get exclusive access to special deals and promotions before anyone else. Terribles Plus Rewards. Rewards you'll drive back for. The weather is turning cooler, and that means basketball season is almost here. And UNLV basketball is gearing up for an exciting year. Head coach Kevin Kruger has assembled a talented roster, and we need you at the Thomas & Mack Center this fall. Whether you're a diehard fan or a family looking for a fun day out, Runnin' Rebel basketball has something for you. Get your Runnin' Rebel tickets today at UNLVtickets.com or by calling 702-739-FANS. Disney on Ice presents Frozen and Encanto. Sing along with Anna and Elsa in Wintry Arendelle. And celebrate the power of love y familia with Mirabel and Bruno in the show everyone will be talking about. Coming to the Thomas and Max Center January 4th through 7th. Tickets make great holiday gift ideas. Visit DisneyOnIce.com for show details. Klondike Casino, located on Sunset Road in Henderson, just west of Boulder Highway. 
444 West Sunset Road. That's your spot for your football contest, great food, atmosphere, you name it, they've got it. That's the Klondike Casino. Let me tell you about the football contest. The Klondike Casino has a full-service William Hill Sportsbook on site where guests can gather and bet on their game. They are also holding their annual Pro Pick'em Contest with over $1.2 million in prize money. The Klondike Casino also has their own weekly Pick'em Contest, the Gridiron Gold Rush. And it's free to play each week. If you like to play weekly football pick'em, you can play too each week at the Klondike Casino and double your chances to win. The playing field is at 444 West Sunset Road in Henderson, just west of Boulder Highway. Huddle up and buckle up. I'll see you at the Klondike Casino. Welcome back to Las Vegas. It's time to huddle up and buckle up and talk uh, Rebel football with Mark Wellington. Uh, we want to welcome you to our Coors Sports Topic Show every Tuesday and Wednesday night. Mark will be joining us here in a moment. We want to thank our uh, sponsor for this segment. That's the UNLV Football Foundation. By joining the UNLV Rebel Football Foundation, every fan can make a difference. UNLVFootballFoundation.com. That's UNLVFootballFoundation.com to join and get additional information. Mark Wallington, you had to have a great trip back from the Air Force Academy, and yet you had to buckle up and bite your nails the entire game until the last play of the game to get that victory. No, had it from the start, Coach. No problem. Went down on the field. Didn't even need to watch the ending. It was in the bag. Okay, I'm glad you felt that way, but I'll tell you what, I was was glad to see that that pass fall incomplete. But 31-27, a big win on the road at the Air Force Academy, a difficult place to win and play. The first half, uh, they ran up and down the field a little bit, but the second half, boy, the Rebels really got it together with their adjustments. Well, that's the thing. That's the theme now, Coach, isn't it? The staff halftime adjustments are just magical at this point. This is two straight games that at coming out of halftime, the opponent was shut out. So, and been outscored thirty to nothing by UNLV in the second half. That that's good coaching, and that's that's good uh, strength and conditioning and athletic training to have your players uh, playing their best at the end of the game, even when it's on the road in the cold in Colorado. I'll tell you what, it was exciting for everyone who watched that game on television and so on, and I know it was exciting for you guys. The Rebels now 9-2, and 6-1 uh, and one in the Mountain West Conference, and you control your own destiny. Yeah, it's a nice feeling uh, to be in this position. You win, you're in, you're in, you host. Uh, don't have to worry about what happens anywhere else uh, around the conference. Uh, and that's what makes it even more important to, to get the fans out there this week and the these players and these coaches deserve Las Vegas' support, and I'm, I, I think the city will come through and help fill up Legion Stadium and help us take that next step. I think they will, too. I'll tell you, it's exciting to be in a championship game. Yeah, you control their own destiny. Currently, right now, Rebels are 6-1, and one, and then you've got the Air Force Academy 5-2. and two. you got uh, Boise State 5-2, and two, San Jose State 5-2, and two, and that's your opponent this week. Yeah, it's kind of interesting The the final four teams eligible for the championship game are all playing each other. It's kind of cool. Uh, this is the first year without divisions in the Mountain West. Uh, obviously, UNLV is on top, all alone in first place, but plays a team that 
can then bring Unity back into a tie, and then chaos ensues. Uh, Boise State Air Force, they play Friday. Um, winner of that game uh, will be in the mix to play in the championship game. Loser will be out, so it'll be down to three teams even before we kick off. Uh, and it's going to look like because we didn't play Boise, um, that it looks like no matter what, win or lose on Saturday for the Rebels, that uh, it'll head to the computers to find figure out who wins, who plays in that game. But that's only if we lose. So we're not talking about that. Uh, we're we're talking about a tenth straight, uh, not a tenth straight, a tenth win coming for UNLV for the first time in decades on Saturday. Well, you take on a team that's just as hot as the Rebels. You take on San Jose State, who's won five in a row. They've really got it together. Yeah, this is the two hottest teams in the conference. There's no question about that. That makes it fun. I'm glad it's here. Uh, we owe we owe a little payback to San Jose State. They've had our number recently. I mean, we went up there last year. Uh, they knocked Doug Brumfield out of the game and just really had their way with the Rebels. They they really smacked us. It was it was the worst game of the year for UNLV. So I, I think the players that played in that game uh, hopefully have uh, kept that memory and get a little payback this Saturday. Well, one thing, too, about the Rebels, not only have they won, Mark, uh, you have such a great uh, rushing team, and you score points, uh, 40 points per game or a little better than that. Your defense is great. Turnovers are great. Uh, You've got one of the best, or if not the best, field goal kicker in America. Your third-down conversions are unbelievable. I think they're fifth in the country. And you keep getting player of the week. So there's a show for people to see out at the Allegiant Stadium this week. Yeah, the, the Rebels don't just win. They win it in style. They're exciting. It's a great brand of football. If you haven't seen it come out Saturday, I think you'll like what you see. Uh, this is a city that's built on winning and loving and loving winners. And uh, we know that from all the years with the run Rebels and the support there. And now it's time for Rebel football to take over that. Now, before we get to this week, we talk more about the game and ticket opportunities and uh, viewing and what time the game is and all of that. I want to have you again select the player of the week. And I'll tell you, it's going to be difficult, but you had some tremendous performances this past week. Some got recognized, some didn't, but yours is a special award that we do each week. And we want to thank our sponsor for this uh, Mark Wellington Player of the Week. That's Standish Law. Las Vegas' premier family law firm, ranked among the top ten in client satisfaction by the American Institute of Family Lawyers, and proud to be Rebel sponsors. If you're going through a divorce, you want them on your side, schedule your appointment at standislaw.com. That's standislaw.com, or call 702-998-9344. Mark, who is it going to be? You know what, Coach? You talked about some some performances being recognized and some not. Um it, this is an easy one for me, but it's a player who I nominated and thought was a done deal, easy pick for a player of the week, and he did not get it. He was kind of robbed out of that by the Mountain West's conference, the Mountain West conference this week, and that's our punter, Marshall Nichols, just turned in one of the greatest performances. And you're talking about a school with a lot of All-American punters, including the greatest ever, Randall Cunningham. Just an unbelievable performance by this sophomore kid who transferred here from Mississippi State. He, if you go inside the numbers, he had seven kicks, uh, long of 55, three inside the 20, one downed at the two, one downed at the six. None were returned for any yards. So net 47.4 yards on seven kicks is tremendous. And to boot, he threw a 10-yard pass on a fake punt for a first down that led to a field goal 
that gave us that four-point advantage, which kept Air Force needing to win a, a score a touchdown to win the game. And that's how we ended up winning is because we got that field goal off the fake punt by Marshall Nichols. No question in my mind, one of the greatest performances in UNLV punter history, and he didn't get the award from Mountain West. So I'm certainly giving him this week's player of the award for me. Well, I don't know who could have done better than that. I'm telling you, that's why you won the football game with field position and all of the above. People don't understand the value of special teams. Most people do. But they have that type of performance of 47 yards plus as far as punting on an average is something that's excellent. So, uh, Mark, I agree with you, and uh, I don't see why he wouldn't have received that award. I don't know if they have a special teams award or just a player of the week award, but my goodness, that is a tremendous performance. So, Mark, I agree with you 100%, buddy. That one, all you do is got to read me the stats, and I'll agree with you, huh? <laughs> there is a special teams player of the week award, and he didn't get it, so he got robbed. I'm going to say that right now. Well, you say it, and I'll say it, too. You got robbed. And, again, we want to thank our sponsor for Mark Wallington's Player of the Week. That's Standish Law, Las Vegas's premier family law firm, ranked among the top ten in client satisfaction by the American Institute of Family Lawyers and proud to be Rebel Sponsors. If you're going through a divorce, you want them on your side, schedule your appointment at StandishLaw.com. That's StandishLaw.com. All right, let's talk about this week in San Diego State. The Spartans, you mentioned it. At the opening of our segment, uh, you said we need to get a crowd out there. Now, why wouldn't somebody want to go to this game? Could someone just give me a good reason? There is no reason, Coach. It's it's well-priced. It's at 12 o'clock. It's on a holiday weekend in beautiful Las Vegas. It's great college football. It's the two exciting teams. Big matchup. So much on the line. There's no excuse not to come out. If you've not been to Allegiant Stadium, this is your chance to do it. If you've been hesitant to come out and follow the Rebel football program all these years, now is the time to get on board because they deserve your uh, attendance. All right. Let's tell them how they get tickets because tickets are available, and we want to fill it all up. We sure do, and the best way to do that is just go online at unitytickets.com, kick out your seats, goes right to your phone, ready to go. If you want to talk to someone, we'll be open tomorrow. You know, the ticket office will be open at 739 fans if you want to talk to somebody. But just go online right now, get your tickets, unobytickets.com, and help this city bring home a Mountain West football championship, which I can't believe I'm saying those words, Coach, after 31 years. Uh, but help to help this team bring their city a championship by coming out and supporting the Rebels this Saturday. Well, you know, I'll be supporting you, buddy. I try to text you before the game and after the game, congratulating you and so on. This week, you have a short ride home over to the campus and out to Henderson. And I'll tell you what, I'll be cheering for you. I'm so excited. Game time is what? 12 o'clock, correct? High noon and Pacific time zone. So we'll see everybody out there. If you can't make it out there, if you're out of town, if you're, if you're visiting family, you can tune in, uh, on Mod West Network. It'll be streaming. All right, uh, we want to make sure people aren't out of town, but a lot of people are out of town, and we have a lot of people that are in town. Maybe they haven't seen a great championship college football game for a conference and a team that uh, who knows where we're headed, buddy. We're not going to talk about that yet because you still have a couple of games to win. But again, uh, Mark, again, uh, hey, happy Thanksgiving to you. And I really want to thank you for joining us. And gosh darn it, it's been a great year, and I'm glad that we've been a part of it with you. Boys, it goes so much 
so much faster, Coach, when we're winning. I can't believe it. I feel like I just did the talk to you yesterday, and it's already been a week. A happy Thanksgiving to you and your listeners and all the Rebel fans out there. And guess what? Eat your turkey, eat your stuffing, and then get ready for Rebel football on Saturday, and we'll see you, we'll see you all at Allegiant Stadium. I know you'll be there working hard, buddy. you got to set it all up. You were a visitor last weekend, and this weekend you got to set it all up and be a host. So Mark Wallington, Director of Media Relations, uh, Associate Athletic Director in the uh, Sports Information Office at UNLV, we thank you for joining us, buddy, and buckle up, okay? All right, folks, we'll talk to you next week after we clinch a spot in the Mountain West Championship game. All right, we'll all be cheering. You know that. So, Mark Wallington, we want to wish him the best of luck to the UNLV football team. We want to best wish him the best of luck. And you should get out there and support the Rebel football team, just like I'm going to ask you now to support the UNLV Football Foundation. Because they uh, sponsor this segment every week, and by joining the UNLV Rebel Football Foundation, every fan can make a difference. UNLVFootballFoundation.com. That's UNLVFootballFoundation.com to join and get additional information. So buckle up. When we come back, we're going to land in South Bend, Indiana, and talk to Frank Pomerico, captain of the 1973 National Championship team at Notre Dame for our Notre Dame football report. I'm Harvey Hyde from Las Vegas, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Coach Harvey Hyde. Follow me on the Twitter all the time. That's at Coach Harvey Hyde. At Coach Harvey Hyde. I'll be waiting to get back to you. Big Dogs Brewing Company is proud to be Las Vegas' original hometown brewery since 1993. Our handcrafted beers are brewed fresh daily at Big Dogs Draft House by our team of award-winning brewers. Big Dogs Brews are now available in cans at major retailers like Lee's Discount Liquor, Total Wine & More, Whole Foods Markets, Smith's, Albertsons, Terrible Stations, and more. Big Dogs beers are available on draft at select restaurants and bars around Las Vegas. Ask for Big Dogs Brews by name. Visit us at BigDogsBrews.com to track down our local, award-winning, handcrafted brews or stop by Big Dogs Draft House to sample a full range of our classic seasonal and specialty ales. Drink fresh, drink local, drink Big Dogs. Have you heard about Standish Law? Yes, Standish Law, Las Vegas' premier family law firm. Ranked among the top ten in client satisfaction by the American Institute of Family Lawyers and proud to be Rebel sponsors. If you are going through a divorce, you want them on your side. Schedule your appointment at standislaw.com. That's standislaw.com or call 702-998-9344. Classic Holiday Hoops is coming to Las Vegas. Men's Division One Basketball, Santa Clara versus Duquesne at the Orleans Arena, Saturday, December the 23rd. This game should bring exciting competition. Division One Basketball, for all you basketball enthusiasts. Tickets are now available. Go to orleansarena.com. That's orleansarena.com. Classic Holiday Hoops, Saturday, December the 23rd. The Tournament of Roses Parade in Pasadena, California. The parade, January the 1st, 2024. The theme, celebrating a world of music, the universal language. Parade starts at 8 a.m. You won't want to miss it. For ticket information for all events, call Sharp Seating at 626-795-4171. That's 626-795-4171. Or go to www.sharpseating.com. 
sharpseating.com. I'll see you in Pasadena. That's on Monday, January the 1st. Are you ready for an action-packed Thanksgiving weekend? We've got an exciting treat for you. The second annual Las Vegas Classic on November 24th and 25th at the Orleans Arena. Catch the Northern Arizona Lumberjacks, Portland Pilots, Rhode Island Rams, and the Youngstown State Penguins in their first all-women's Division I series. This event promises to be an unforgettable experience for all basketball enthusiasts. Tickets are now on sale at orleansarena.com. That's orleansarena.com. Don't wait. I'll see you at the Las Vegas Holiday Classic. It's time to start earning big savings at Terribles. With Terribles Plus Rewards, you can earn and redeem points for every gallon of gas you purchase in-store and right at the pump with the Terribles Social House app. Instantly earn points and rewards when you shop at one of our 170-plus locations towards things you love like snacks, drinks, and, wink, wink, more gas. Plus, members get exclusive access to special deals and promotions before anyone else. Terribles Plus Rewards. Rewards you'll drive back for. Welcome back to Las Vegas. I'm Harvey Hyde. You're listening to our Coors Sports Topic Show every Tuesday and Wednesday night. And we now are going to go back to South Bend, Indiana for Notre Dame Weekly Football Report with Frank Pomerico, captain of the 1973 National Championship team at Notre Dame. And again, we want to thank our sponsor weekly of our Notre Dame Football Report, and that's Station Casinos, STN Sports app, the most trusted, reliable way to bet racing sports in Nevada. Sign up today at any of their convenient locations across the state. Visit SDNSports.com. That's SDNSports.com for more information. Frank Pomerico, good evening to you. Happy uh, Thanksgiving. I know you're ready for football and a lot of turkey. Well, Coach, I am ready for football, but I'm up in Minneapolis with my grandkids, Otto and Nita. They're my daughter's twins, my daughter Lisa's twins. And they are just as cute as can be. Uh, they're growing like weeds, and uh, they're they're very smart. Not as not like their grandfather. They're very smart young kids, and uh, we're having a ball with them, having a lot of fun. Well, you had a lot of fun last Saturday, Notre Dame forty-five, uh, Wake Forest seven. Uh, you're sort of uh, not relaxed, but it was nice to have a game that wasn't close, Frank. Well, Coach, it, it's true. Uh, Notre Dame had 450 yards total offense, passing 313. What was good about that is Sam Hartman had a nice day. He had 277 yards, but also Steve Angeli came in and was three for three with a touchdown. Uh, people are very excited about that. Hopefully, he'll be getting a chance to really compete for the job next year. Uh, they also uh, rushed the ball for 137 yards, which isn't huge. But uh, Estime had 115 of those with a touchdown. Coach, he is a really strong player, a guy who is hurdling people, spinning, driving his knees. He plays low to the ground, reminds a lot of people of uh, Jerome Bettis. Maybe not as bulky as Jerome was. He had Jerome had probably 240 pounds, 245 pounds. And Estime is probably in the neighborhood of around 225 to 235. Leaner, uh, has some really good speed, and I think he's going to be a good NFL player in a year or two, maybe sooner than a year or two. We don't know. That's one of the things that uh, is driving a lot of teams 
a little batty, not knowing what guys are going to stay and what aren't. But defensively, Notre Dame played a great uh, game as well. They held Wake Forest to just 232 total yards, 98 passing, and 134. Uh, I'm sorry, 134 passing and only uh, uh, oh, the other way around, Coach. 134 rushing and 98 yards passing. That's a really low amount. The the defense really played great. At the half, it was 17 to it was uh, 17 to seven. Still a ball game, but Irish scored two in the third quarter and two in the fourth to make it 45 to seven. Really put them away, and it was great, Coach, because it was Senior Day, and Senior Day, as you know, is a celebration of the athletes, the student athletes, spending four years at Notre Dame and completing their degree and playing the top football that they can play in the country, really. With our schedule, we're playing some of the greatest teams in the country. But also, Coach, I think a way for for guys to really have a great experience academically and socially maturing with some great other students at their sides so that they can learn from them and those students can learn from the athletes as well. So a senior day, to me, is a really great way to celebrate the four years of hard work on the athletic field and also in the classroom. You know, there's some controversy now where you have transfers from the portal coming in, celebrating senior day as well. You know, things have changed in college football so much and so fast that it's hard to kind of put a handle on this. Should those guys be able to celebrate senior day as well when they may have only been in, in the school for about four or five months? That's a question that they're going to have to address. It's nice that they celebrate with the other guys, but should they get the full honors that the four-year uh, seniors get? You know, it's it's you bring out your family. I remember my son played his last game at the University of Michigan. We had family day out there with Brady Hoke, and we couldn't have been prouder to watch our son on the field for four years and also to, to reach academic excellence and, and graduating uh, from the University of Michigan. It was a great accomplishment, and I know that my parents were very excited when I graduated from Notre Dame as well. So it, it's kind of a, uh, uh, kind of a tongue twister there, a mind, mind twister about whether they should allow these, these transfers uh, just recently to come onto the field. But, you know, it's all one, all in all, it's, it's the way college football is nowadays. And, and they want to make it as complete a team as they possibly can. So I guess they allow it. But maybe there'll be some changes in the future, Coach. We'll see what happens with that. As you mentioned, there's been a lot of changes in college football. I see your point on that 100%. Uh, but we don't have time to discuss whys and this and that because we got to talk about uh, Thanksgiving, which will be the Notre Dame team will probably probably uh, celebrate in South Bend and then load on a plane and fly out west to play Stanford. Well, Coach, that's true. I was talking with James, and, and he was telling us that uh, a lot of times what they do in these Thanksgiving games is they'll have a Thanksgiving dinner as a team at the uh, dining hall or at the new facility, the Goog, at, at Notre Dame where – they have the athletic offices and a lot of the locker room activities and where they prepare meals there and give them to the to kids as far as training table is concerned. 
But this is going to be an opportunity for the guys to get together uh, in, in a relaxed atmosphere with the, the Thanksgiving turkey and the dressing and, and all the other uh, things that go along with such a great American tradition. And then they'll jump on the plane and, and be out in California. Now, when I was playing against in California back in uh, the early 70s, this was a, a four-day trip. And it was a time that we would get to spend at Disney uh, World, uh, Disneyland at the time and be able to uh, go to Universal Studios. Uh, for so many guys coming from the East Coast or the Midwest, they had never been out to California in those days. So it was a real thrill to see some of the unique things that happen only in California. And, of course, to see the beaches uh, have uh, great meals. Uh, they made it a very nice – it was almost like a bowl atmosphere well, every time we were out there playing Cal- uh, in Southern California. Uh, it was a really neat uh, visit. Now, they try to do the same thing with the Stanford game. However, after the Stanford game, there's still going to be a strong possibility that Notre Dame is going to go to a good bowl game. Uh, they have a golden opportunity if they beat this uh, Stanford team who's struggling. Uh, Coach, they are struggling, but I tell you what, they do have some good football players. Uh Daniels is, a, is their quarterback who's thrown for over 2,000 yards and 11 touchdowns. But also, Coach, he's their leading rusher as well. He has uh, almost 300 yards rushing. And the second-team quarterback is the second-leading uh, rusher. So uh, they have some good athletes out there. They have great receivers. And uh, Mayor, I believe is how it's pronounced, he has almost 1,000 yards receiving with six touchdowns, and Bachmeyer is another guy who has 36 catches for 409 yards. That's a pretty good passing attack. Defensively, they have uh, Bernardell, a linebacker, with 76 tackles. Sinclair has 68. Wright has 60. They have a good Cardi. is a good kicker coach. Uh, he's 20 for 23 in field goals. They have great sacking potential. Uh, so I see this as a team that Notre Dame can't fool around with. They need to go out there, focus on their business, making sure that they win and they win strongly. And uh, they, they, they celebrate the year by focusing in on Stanford, beating them, and getting ready for the next phase, which will be the bowl games. And, Coach, we can talk about that in a few seconds if you like. Well, I tell you, the bowl games, who knows? They've got to get that ninth win to qualify for uh, each win means such a difference as far as what bowl your game to go to. I know you like a couple of bowls. You like the Liberty Bowl. You like bowl games that you played in at one time, Frank. And, uh, uh, you know, one thing about Notre Dame when it comes to a bowl game, they always bring a crowd because they have always a following. They're their home team no matter where they play, Frank. And I think that's, well, that's really true. important to bowl directors as far as getting somebody who brings a crowd. And the, the audience on TV is always big, too. Well, Coach, I think talking with James, he brought up a pretty good uh, point. James Amade, he was talking about the possibility of playing LSU in the old Outback Bowl, which is in Tampa area. And uh, I think it's called the, the Reliant Quest Bowl now. But if you can imagine Brian Kelly, who left Notre Dame to go to LSU uh, with Daniels as their quarterback 
and uh, great uh, receivers at, at LSU. This could be a real bond burner of a uh, bowl game. The problem that you run into, uh, and Notre Dame is going to be uh, bringing a lot of people. I mean, they'll drag people from New York, from Chicago, uh, from as far west as Kansas City, maybe even California to that game. They want to see the Irish play, and they want to see the Irish win. There's a couple of things, though, that we need to look at. And one of them is, are these players going to play? Like Joe Alt, Blake Fisher, these are two potential first-round picks. Uh, Chris Tyree, will he come back to Notre Dame? Uh, Estime, is he another one? He's had a great career at Notre Dame as a junior now. But one of the things he has to think about, Coach, as a running back, what is your life expectancy? And, you know, one good shot from one of these linebackers or defensive linemen in the wrong place. And, and, you know, you have a bad knee after that. And that's something they have to think about. Will Sam Hartman play? I think he will because I think he wants to improve his outlook on what the scouts look at him and, and say, hey, he can play in the NFL. I mean, he's a good thrower. He's not real big. He's not super strong when it comes to going for that first down like a Jalen Hurts did yesterday in that game against uh, Kansas City. I mean, he just rooted them out for those first downs and touchdowns. Uh, Sam Hartman isn't quite like that, but he is a good football player and has a great head on his shoulders, and I think that uh, he'll probably play. So we'll have to see. There's other questions out there too, Coach, and one of them is, Is Marcus Freeman the guy to lead ND to the national championship? And I think some people still have some questions out there. And, of course, he needs a lot more experience to get at the top of his game. Will Gerard Parker be back as the offensive coordinator? Because they had, in some ways, a bit of a shoddy offense in some of the games. And the last thing is uh, Al Golden. Is he going to take a head coaching job at one of these new openings, maybe in the Big Ten or maybe at a place like Syracuse. He's an East Coast guy. He's been a head coach twice before. He's at an age where he's primed to be a head coach. And Notre Dame will lose a lot of experience if he leaves because he's been somebody with that defense has kind of kept the ship afloat. So we'll see, Coach. There's a lot going on. And James and I have been chewing the fat over this. And uh, he's, he's wondering because, you know, he loves Notre Dame football. And he wants it to be as strong as possible. So we'll have to wait and see. Well, thank God we covered a lot. And, again, I want to wish you and James, of course, we thank James always for his comments and uh, all his uh, information he brings to you for you to share with us here on our Notre Dame football report. And, again, we want to wish all of you out there, our listeners, and also you, Frank, and your family, the Notre Dame football team, a very happy, happy Thanksgiving. I'm glad you're up in Minnesota with your grandchildren and so on. I don't think things will change much uh, as far as your football life up there, but I, I know it's always great to be with your family, as a lot of you people out there that are listening will be. So, Frank, again, thank you for listening. We'll be back with you next week with our Notre Dame football report. Coach, thank you very much. Have a great Thanksgiving. Look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you very much. That's Frank Pomerico, captain of the 1973 National Championship team at Notre Dame. He's our guest every week with our Notre Dame football report, brought to us by Station Casinos, STN Sports app, the most uh, trusted, uh, reliable way to bet racing sports in Nevada. Sign up today at any of their convenient locations across the state. Visit stnsports.com. That's stnsports.com for more information.
So again, I'm Harvey Hyde. Buckle up. When we come back, we're going to hook up with, we're going to try with Lindley LaRock, head women's basketball coach from UNLV. They're playing, we're hoping, has landed in San Diego. They're down to play in a tournament. And we'll find out about the coach who's undefeated 4-0 and and uh, find out what's happening this season. So I'm Harvey Hyde. You're listening to our core sports topic show from Las Vegas. We'll be right back. Dogs Brewing Company is proud to be Las Vegas' original hometown brewery since 1993. Our handcrafted beers are brewed fresh daily at Big Dogs Draft House by our team of award-winning brewers. Big Dogs Brews are now available in cans at major retailers like Lee's Discount Liquor, Total Wine and More, Whole Foods Markets, Smith's, Albertsons, Terrible Stations, and more. Big Dogs beers are available on draft at select restaurants and bars around Las Vegas. Ask for Big Dogs Brews by name. Visit us at BigDogsBrews.com to track down our local, award-winning, handcrafted brews or stop by Big Dogs Draft House to sample a full range of our classic seasonal and specialty ales. Drink fresh, drink local, drink Big Dogs. Fletcher Jones Jr. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. My father opened his first dealership in 1946. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. It's time to start earning big savings at Terribles. With Terribles Plus Rewards, you can earn and redeem points for every gallon of gas you purchase in-store and right at the pump with the Terribles Social House app. Instantly earn points and rewards when you shop at one of our 170-plus locations towards things you love like snacks, drinks, and, wink, wink, more gas. Plus, members get exclusive access to special deals and promotions before anyone else. Terribles Plus Rewards. Rewards you'll drive back for. Hi, I'm Coach Harvey Hyde. Follow me on the Twitter all the time. That's at Coach Harvey Hyde. At Coach Harvey Hyde. I'll be waiting to get back to you. Well, welcome back to Las Vegas. I am Harvey Hyde. You're listening to our Coors Sports Topic Show every Tuesday and Wednesday night. So huddle up and buckle up. It's time for the UNLV Lady Rebel Basketball Segment with Coach Lindy LaRock. Before we get with the coach, let's thank our sponsor for this segment. That's Phase One Sports, Phase One's basketball family. This is how everyone in the community and worldwide identifies with the basketball program at Phase One Sports. Sports performance training for basketball players of all ages, amateurs, through the pros. Providing training and mentoring for over 15 years. To find out more about Phase One Sports, just go to Phase one, that's T1, B-B-A-L-L-F-A-M. Again, T1, that's O-N-E, B-B-A-L-L-F-A-N for phase one sports. Now joining us, the head Lady Rebel basketball coach, Lindy LaRock. Coach, thank you for joining. I guess we got you just in time getting off the plane. Yep, just in, just in time. We are uh, on the bus here in San Diego. Well, thank you for joining us here. You're on a road game, and uh, Coach, uh, I know you're on limited time, and you're busy and so on. It's game day almost again. 
Well, here we are again, 28-2 last year, Mountain West Conference champions, 18-0. and And you start off this year currently 4-0. and So you've got to feel pretty good after your Saturdays win 93-30 to over New Hampshire. Yeah, we're uh, we're excited about our team, and you know our last last game out against New Hampshire, I, it was a great team effort from top to bottom. It was great to get a lot of people in the game, everyone that was healthy played, and um, you know I, I think our team just really really executed well and, and played really hard. So, um, especially these early games, that's re- that's really important for our squad. Coach, uh, one thing you stress is defense, and for and uh, you're forcing turnovers like it's unbelievable. I mean, uh, and defense. How about holding New Hampshire to 26.4 percent shooting? That's almost unheard of. <laughs> yeah, defensively, we were really um, we were just really aggressive and, and connected and executed really well on our ball screen coverage. And you know, I, I thought our players just um, were really hungry for the basketball. So there are a couple times where we just took the ball right out of their hands so you know as a coach I like to see that aggressiveness um to go along with with being disciplined and and not getting you know too out of position so um defensively I'm I I really like what our our group is doing and um it starts with just playing really hard you know you can make up for a lot of mistakes when you play hard besides having some uh, talented players back from last year's Mountain West Conference championship team your bench strength uh, this year seems to be as good or better than ever. Yeah, it really is. You know, I kind of said all along how, how talented our team is this year, and I think as each game goes on, um, you know, the fans, anyone that's watching or paying attention can really see that. So um, whether it's freshmen that are continuing to play more and more, um, you know, Amarachi Kempson and Macy Spencer, McKenna Brackens, um, you know, coming off the bench, or just, you know, other players that haven't had a ton of experience or, or, or playing with our group, such as like Ashley Scoggin. She was with us last year, but she didn't play very much because of injury. So, um, you know, we, we have a lot of talent that I'm really proud of. And as a coach, again, I'm, I'm confident that we have all of the pieces that we need to um, be a really good team this year. Coach, uh, normally in the past, uh, you've had a lot of home games at the beginning of the seasons and so on. This year, you seem to be on the road more than ever. Yeah, I think it's the first time since the early 90s that we aren't hosting a Thanksgiving tournament. So, um, you know, I'm not sure our fans are too happy about that, but I wanted to get our team out on the road and, and go experience something new. So we came down here to San Diego, and we'll get back to hosting our Thanksgiving tournament next year. But um, you know, after this weekend, then, you know, obviously the rodeo comes to town, so we've got to get on the road a little bit, um, while, while the rodeo is uh, in the facility. So, um, Oklahoma first. So, um, you know, we're, we're going to be road tested when it's all said and done. Coach, let me ask you now, you're in San Diego currently now. Give us the exact days you're playing, because I want to make sure that I don't tell people the wrong information from your schedule. When do you play? Yeah, we, we're playing, um, our first game is Friday at 4 o'clock against UC Santa Barbara. Um, and then it's a tournament style, so um, if we win, we play Saturday at 4 o'clock. If we lose, we play Saturday at 2 o'clock. So, and then we'll play the winner or loser of University of San Diego and Weber State. So all we know is that we've got UC Santa Barbara first here on Friday um, at 4 p.m. And then, you know, we will play again on Saturday, but uh, depending on the outcome and, and the opponent. 
Then you're back home, or you're not back home, but you're back to Las Vegas after that tournament, and you uh, go on the road again to northern Arizona. I know you don't want to look by uh, these other games, but I want to make people informed or tell people when you'll be back in the Cox Civilian or the Thomas and Mac. Yeah, our next our next home game is December 2nd um, against Arizona. It will be in the Thomas and Mac, so um, we're, we're excited for that. and we want, to, we want to pack the Mac and have as many people there as we can. So we're, we're hoping to play a football conference championship game that day as well. So our game time is um, subject to change, honestly, because depending on football. So we're working on that because we want everyone to go over to football at, at noon and then hopefully come over to the Thompson Mac afterwards. So, um, But the date is for sure Saturday at um, December 2nd against Arizona, our, our marquee home, home game for the year. Again, you're listening to the head coach from the uh, UNLV women's uh, basketball program at UNLV, currently 4-0, and coach of the year of the Mountain West Conference the past two years as they have landed in San Diego for their tournament there on Friday and Saturday, then back to uh, Las Vegas and off to, uh, Air, uh, off to northern Arizona, then home the December the 2nd for a home game against the Cats from Arizona. That'll be a battle, coach. That'll be a good one. Yeah, you know, like you said, we, it's a few games away, so we've got to take care of business until then. But, um, you know, for our home fans, we're bringing a great opponent um, into town, so we need all the support that we can get to uh, have a great hostile environment that our team can thrive in. Coach, everybody has really supported the uh, women's basketball program. It's grown and grown and grown because of the way you've improved the program and the winning you do there. We want to encourage people to continue to come out because – the home field advantage really makes a difference. Yeah, it does. You know, we've had some good crowds for our first early games, and uh, we know our season is just getting started, so there's, there's a lot of opportunities still to come out and support us. So um, um, kids, students, um, you know, we want to keep inviting more and more people out um, to watch us play. Well, Coach, uh, if there's anything else uh, you want to pass on, I want you to do that now before I wish you a happy Thanksgiving and good luck. No, I'm, I, I was going to help. I'll be to, to it. I just want you know, happy Thanksgiving to you, Harvey, and all, all the listeners. Um, we're in San Diego, but we're excited about our football team playing this weekend. Um, we want everyone to make sure they go and, and cheer on our team at, at Allegiant Stadium so then we can host that Mount, Mountain West Conference Championship game. So, um, you know, happy holidays, happy Thanksgiving to everyone, and uh, we'll see you back in Las Vegas here soon. I just thought of something, Coach. In San Diego, if we have listeners down there that are Rebel fans or just basketball fans, where is the neutral site? Where will you be playing this tournament? At what location? Uh, we're at the University of San Diego, so the Jenny Craig Center, or Pavilion, I think it is, um, on the campus of University of San Diego. Great. That way we get all the word out to everybody so they know what's going on. Coach, again, travel safely, uh, get those W's down there, and get back to Las Vegas, and we'll talk to you next Tuesday, all right? Okay. Thanks, Harvey. Talk to you next week. Thank you very much. That's the head women's basketball coach from UNLV. Really, they got a great program going on, and don't miss it. I mean, when you win the Mountain West Conference two years in a row, last year in the Mountain West Conference, 18-0, 28-2 on the year, you know they've got something going on. Again, we want to thank our sponsor for this segment. That's Phase One Sports, Phase One's basketball family. This is how everyone in the community and worldwide identifies with the basketball program at 
Phase 1 Sports, sports performance training for basketball players at all ages, amateurs through the pros, providing training and mentoring for over 15 years. To find out more about Phase 1 Sports, go to P1, that's 1, B-B-A-L-L-F-A-M, that's at P1, B-B-A-L-L-F-A-M, for Phase 1 Sports. So buckle up, everyone. When we come back, let's talk racing. This past weekend in Las Vegas, Nevada, there was a Formula One. And a guy who was here and uh, visited, watched it, and followed it the entire year. And did a show for 18 weeks regarding Formula One in Las Vegas. Chuck Hayes will be joining us. So buckle up. You're listening to our Core Sports Topic show. And again, I want to thank Mercedes-Benz of Henderson, proud sponsors of our show. Remember, if you're looking for a car or truck, well, you want to sell your car, go to Mercedes-Benz of Henderson or call for 702-485-3000 for an appointment. That's 702-485-3000. Buckle up, I'm Harvey Hyde. We'll be right back. basketball season is getting closer and we want you to join head coach Kevin Kruger and the running rebels at the Thomas and Mack Center. A mini plan is the perfect way to experience every switch, steal, and dunk with the flexibility to choose the games that work best for you. So don't wait. Join the running rebel family today and get your mini plan by visiting unlbtickets.com or by calling 702-739-FANS. It's time to start earning big savings at Terribles. With Terribles Plus Rewards, you can earn and redeem points for every gallon of gas you purchase in-store and right at the pump with the Terribles Social House app. Instantly earn points and rewards when you shop at one of our 170-plus locations towards things you love like snacks, drinks, and, wink, wink, more gas. Plus, members get exclusive access to special deals and promotions before anyone else. Terribles Plus Rewards. Rewards you'll drive back for. Monterey Lighting Solutions. Call Big Ed and Fast Eddie for a free, that's right, free evaluation of your building to see if you are really winning with your power saving. Have Monterey Solution in your huddle. You'll be saving money. That's making money. Call 626-298-5444 or 702-376-8685. Remember those two plays, 626-298-5444 or 702-376-8685. Klondike Casino, located on Sunset Road in Henderson, just west of Boulder Highway. 444 West Sunset Road. That's your spot for your football contest, great food, atmosphere, you name it, they've got it. That's the Klondike Casino. Let me tell you about the football contest. The Klondike Casino has a full-service William Hill Sportsbook on site where guests can gather and bet on their games. They're also holding their annual Pro Pick'em Contest with over $1.2 million in prize money. The Klondike Casino also has their own weekly Pick'em Contest, the Gridiron Gold Rush, and it's free to play each week. If you like to play weekly football Pick'em, you can play too each week at the Klondike Casino and double your chances to win. The playing field is at 444 West Sunset Road in Henderson, just west of Boulder Highway. Huddle up and buckle up. I'll see you at the Klondike Casino. Classic Holiday Hoops is coming to Las Vegas. Men's Division I Basketball, Santa Clara versus Duquesne at the Orleans Arena, Saturday, December the 23rd. 
This game should bring exciting competition. Division One basketball. For all you basketball enthusiasts, tickets are now available. Go to orleansarena.com. That's orleansarena.com. Classic Holiday Hoops, Saturday, December the 23rd. The Tournament of Roses Parade in Pasadena, California. The parade, January the 1st, 2024. The theme, celebrating a world of music, the universal language. Parade starts at 8 a.m. You won't want to miss it. For ticket information for all events, call Sharp Seating at 626-795-4171. That's 626-795-4171. Or go to www.sharpseating.com. I'll see you in Pasadena. That's on Monday, January the 1st. Pizza, pizza, pizza. If you're like me, pizza's not just a food, it's a way of life. And the folks at Cetabello Pizza get every detail just right. Homemade dough made daily and hand-tossed. Extra virgin olive oil, freshly chopped tomatoes and basil, and generous portions of mozzarella cheese with a dizzying array of toppings. Join me at one of their two area locations, one at Green Valley Parkway, another one at Fort Apache and Sahara. No time to dine out? No problem. Order today and take it to go at setabello.net. That's setabello.net. Setabello Pizza, when only the best will do. Well, welcome back to Las Vegas. I'm Harvey Hyde. You're listening to our Coors Sports Topic Show every Tuesday and Wednesday night. Our next segment features racing with Chuck Hayes. Before we get with Chuck, let's talk a little bit about our sponsor for this segment, and that's Terrible Herbs. They've been serving the Las Vegas Valley for 60 years. Everyone knows Terrible's is the place to go for a quick stack, a hot cup of coffee, or a cold drink. Terrible's is the perfect place to fill up it with over 100 locations in the Las Vegas Valley. There's always a Terrible's near you. Well... Chuck, it's great to have you on. Uh, I know it was a big week for you, weekend for you, really a big year as far as following Formula One in Las Vegas. In fact, on another affiliate, you had a weekly show that lasted 18 weeks, uh, sort of notifying and getting people interested in explaining what Formula was, Formula One is if they didn't know what it was. So congratulations on that uh, venture, and uh, thank you for joining us. Well, Coach, it was exciting, and it takes a long time and a lot of people to put on an event. And uh, sure enough, Max Verstappen, the dominant driver of the year, he was first. But Max had a lot of action going on on the streets of Vegas and uh, had to uh, overcome a five-second penalty. He had a little bit of a, a first-lap uh, bump in, and uh, Charles Leclerc from Ferrari was second, and uh, the teammate of uh, Max, uh, Sergio Perez, was third. And uh, we want to mention that uh, from an American standpoint, Logan Sargent driving the Williams Mercedes finished 16. And the only um, uh, big event uh, of the race on lap two was Lando Norris, who had an accident, an incident, and uh, spun out. But I want to say, whoever the engineers are who created that barrier concept, uh, he went at those barriers head first at probably he had scrubbed off some speed. It'll be interesting to see the the technical aspect, but he got shaken up, and they took him to the infield care center, and then they took him to the university hospital, but he was released. Uh, just want to say how great that was in regards to the engineering part, the safety, because that car was tore up, and uh, it took a long, hard slide before it made contact. And uh, From the schedule standpoint, they are complete in the uh, North America, and now they'll be making their way to Abu Dhabi, 
and uh, they'll start the season again in 2024 uh, with uh, an event in uh, Bahrain on uh, February 29th to March 2nd, and then they go to Saudi Arabia, and then Australia, Japan, uh, April 5th, China on the schedule, first time in a while, back to the United States in Miami, and then uh, they will come back to USA on October 18th to 20th in Austin, and then November 21 to 23 in Las Vegas. Now that's uh, the same week as before. Now, Chuck... uh... How many year contract do they have with Las Vegas? That's this is a huge event. I mean, it took a year to prepare for it. Coach, you know, again, in regards to the technical side, uh, there has been some announcements. Length of contract, I will have to check on you. And but what I'm going to do while I do that, I'm going to compliment Riley Herbst, and uh, I believe it's his dad is Troy, correct? Right. Winning the Baja One Thousand of uh, the first off-road race that Riley has won, and certainly the family business. And uh, I just wanted to say that while I look for the length of the F1 contract. And uh, that is something that uh, is going to be uh, looked at in the 10-year agreement, Coach. Ten years. Let's get that motor running. Well, let's keep it going. And again, I want to congratulate Riley Herbst. It's amazing. He goes from infinity car racing. Now he's doing a thousand miles. I can't imagine racing a thousand miles over the rough roads and terrain and everything they do. Now, Coach, when you were commuting up and back from uh, Southern California to Vegas, did you ever, when the traffic was bad, want to go off-road? Be honest with me. No. I mean, uh <laughs> Uh, you know, there was times you might want it, but I never gave it a serious thought, Chuck. No, I tell you that I've seen a lot of that on film and so on, and it's uh, really uh, competitive. It's uh, nothing's level. Now you never know what to expect in front of you. I'm sure that they do somehow have spotters and uh, explain what they are to expect. But I'll tell you, that's what you call really racing, man. Uh, it's a whole different. You, you really uh, your body gets shook up a lot. I mean, you got to be fatigued after that. Coach, I want to mention also Jordan Dean was in that car with Troy and uh, and Riley, and uh, congratulations there for them in the trophy truck spec class. Quite an event to go down to Mexico. I remember watching that on Wide World of Sports when I was a little bit younger. Well, Chuck, again, uh, a little bit of a short segment, but a good segment with you. It's always great to have you on, uh, no matter what our topic is. I want to wish you again a happy Thanksgiving. I want to wish everybody out there a happy Thanksgiving. Justin in the studio, our engineer and producer, we wish him a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, we hope to have you back, Chuck, here in the very near future. Remember, our Coors Sports Topic Show airs every Tuesday night. And Thursday night, we have our college football report show at 6.05 p.m. You can catch us there. And, again, our sponsor for our racing segment is Terrible Herbs because they've been serving the Las Vegas Valley for over 60 years. Everyone knows Terribles is the place to go for a quick snack. A hot cup of coffee, a cold drink, Terribles is the perfect place for a fill-up. And with over 100 locations in the Las Vegas Valley, there's always a Terribles near you. So, again, for all of you out there, please drive carefully no matter where you're headed. If you're staying at home, kick back, relax, watch your favorite sport, and eat all you want. You've got my permission. So I'm Harvey Hyde saying, buckle up. We hope your team wins. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone.